Hi guys, welcome back to episode 3 of Where I Join the Curls. Today I'll be taking you to the place that ranks number 2 out of 12 states in engagement. We are going to Colorado, the place that left me traumatized at first, but taught me a huge lesson about life. So let me begin by saying that a few months before my trip, I was I got into this habit of doing these random things where I'll be outside and I'll like be walking by the sidewalk and I'll be like, well, what if that air conditioner hits me? What if the bus hits me? Like, what if I fall into the train tracks? What if I die? Like, I started creating all these scenarios into my head. So when I get to Colorado, as some of you might know, marijuana is legal there. So our first stop was a dispensary. <laughs> big mistake <laughs> so we get to our hotel we get ready we're about to go explore the city so as we're exploring the city i decided that it was a great idea to start eating the chocolate so i take a piece of chocolate and i'm like hmm, this hasn't hit me because again i was a rookie i didn't know you know so okay a few minutes go by we're still exploring and then i'm like oh this hasn't hit me let me take another piece so i take another piece of chocolate so again we continue walking we stumble upon this restaurant and um, we go inside. We decided to order. I ordered this really good burger and this bomb margarita. Like that margarita was so good. So as we're sitting waiting for our food, I'm like, wait, it hasn't hit me. Let me try another gummy. <laughs> so I take a gummy. The person who I'm with gets up to go to the bathroom. So as she's going to the bathroom, I go on FaceTime. And all of a sudden, I can't, I start like, I can't feel my lips. So I tell the person who I'm on FaceTime, <laughs> so I'm like, I can't feel my lips. I can't feel my lips. So we're just joking around, whatever. But then, like, I can't, like, I start that I can't feel my hands. The person who I'm with comes out of the bathroom and she looks scared. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I tell the person who I'm on um, the phone with, I'm like, let me call you right back. So when I see her that she looks scared, I start panicking and I immediately go into my trip. <laughs> This is the moment where I realized that I fucked up. I start that I can't feel my hands, I can't feel my lips, and it hits me. My trip is where one minute feels like 30 minutes have gone by. Like time was moving by so slow. Like it was just, and I was be zoning in and out. So I'm like, oh shit, like I gotta get us home. So I asked the waiter kindly, she could please give me the, the bill. She's kind of like taking long, but I'm like trying to rush. I'm like, please, can you please give me the bill? I have to go home. So all I'm thinking of is, how am I going to get us back to this hotel? By the grace of God, I get on my phone, I call an Uber, they pick us up right away, and he's driving. But as he's driving to our hotel, I'm zoning in and out. Again, time is going by so slow for me. So I'm zoning in and out, and I start thinking like, oh shit, like what if he kidnaps us? He could clearly see that we're under the influence. Like, oh my God, all these what if scenarios start going in. Again, nothing happens, but he did drop us off safely to the hotel. So when we get to the lobby, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, I start feeling it even more. We get to the hotel. I mean, we get upstairs to our room. I'm like, okay, I have to put on my PJs. But another wave hits me, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wait, I left my body at the restaurant. 
I'm like, oh shit, like, you left your body. You have to go back for your body. You have to go back for your body. So I'm zoning in and out. The girl who I'm with goes, Joe, like, you need to go to sleep. So I'm like putting on my PJs. Again, time is moving by so slow. But I'm like, Joe, you need to go pick up your body. You left your body. You left your body. <laughs> so she lays down to go to sleep. I lay down. And I'm like, but you're dead right now. I'm like, Joe, you need to go find your body. So I'm like moving back and forth between I'm dead, I'm alive. Like my thought process was my body, I left my body at the restaurant. It's behind the uh, police car. It's at the hospital or I'm getting raped right now. So you need to go find your body. So I zone out and I'm going to sleep. In that I have this dream where um, my I'm at the hospital, I'm dead. And my family's watching over me and I'm screaming at them. I'm like, mom, you need to wake me up. It's either you let me die or you wake me up, but you need to do something right now. So I'm like waking up. I'm zoning in. I'm zoning out. I'm like, Joe, you're dead. You're dead. I'm like, no, prove it. Like, no, you're alive. No, you're dead. Prove it. Prove it. So I look out the window and I'm like, okay, we were, <laughs> we were like on the second floor. So I'm like, okay, Joe, jump off <laughs> and the landing is going to wake you up. <laughs> but then I'm like, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. So then I'm zoning back in and out, and I'm like, wait, there's a pool. I'm like, go downstairs, jump in, the water's going to wake you up. But then I'm like, no, you can't swim, you can't do that. Okay, so I fall back to sleep. Again, I'm in and out. This time, I'm my second dream comes in, and I'm in the forest. I'm buried in the forest, and my mom is looking for me. So in the dream, I'm like screaming at her. I'm like, mom, you need to find my body. You need to find my body. You need to come here. Like, you need to come find me now. So I wake up. And this is how high I was. My ex had texted me, but his number wasn't saved and there was no conversation thread. But something in me said, like, this is him. And he's the only person that's going to tell you if you're alive or not. So I call him and I'm like, I need you to tell me that I'm alive or, or if I'm dead. And he's like, what the fuck? So the girl wakes up and she takes away my phone. She's like, you need to go to sleep. I'm like, no, like, Joe, you're dead. <laughs> like, you're dead, you're dead. So I call my mom, but I'm screaming at her and I'm like, mom, you need to come right now. Like, panic mode so i put my mom in a panic and i'm like okay joe you need to stop because she will take a flight to colorado so again i'm zoning in and out back to my third dream this is when it really really hits me so now i'm seeing everything in in three like the room just looked tripled like so i wake up again my phone my hands feel heavy so i'm looking at my phone and i'm like i'm scrolling through instagram and i'm like wait but no one <laughs> i'm like no one has posted you yet I'm like, if you would have died, you would have had some RIP posts. So you're not dead. So go back to sleep. Okay, so again, I'm fighting myself. So I go back to sleep. And in that third dream, I had died. So I'm telling myself, like, you died, you died. You died all because you wanted to be adventurous. You died because you wanted to come to Colorado. You died. I was like, look at us. Now we died young. So I kept, like, going back and forth. But then I'm like, but wait. Like, you're hearing this. So you can't be dead. Point is, that whole night was a, a constant battle between me and my mind. It was either I was dead, I was not, like, my body was outside, I needed to go find it. Point is, my high was coming down, but I wanted to leave Colorado. I'm like, no, I have to leave. Like, I have to leave. So, the next day, when I woke up, I'm telling the person who I'm with all, all about my trip. Um, we attempted to go get breakfast, and I'm like, listen, I can't do it. Because just the thought of having her in front of me was triggering me, and I thought I was going to get... And I was going to get high again. <laughs> so whatever, we went back to our rooms. I did not get to explore Colorado, which saddens me because Colorado, from what I saw before I got high, looked really beautiful. 
But now, the lesson that I take from that is, there's a quote that says, you fear death because you crave life. And that's what I was doing. You can't see the picture when you're in the frame. I was living life as if I was eternal, like I had no end. And that caused a problem for me because I was doing things out of impulse. I was doing things recklessly, but I wasn't being ambitious. I had no goals. Like I didn't have anything set. Like I would literally go from work to home. Home, I would be sleeping and then I would go to the airport. You have to experience something or someone that awakens you. And Colorado was that wake up call for me. That it was the realization like you are not here permanently. Like you are only here for a time frame. Like I've said before, life is short life is precious so you have to have goals in life you need to write down all the things you want to accomplish the, the um write down a bucket list write every single goal and i am telling you not to just aim small because i feel like we've developed this habit or we've been taught to always aim small i am telling you to aim big go big because when you don't aim big what happens is that you only execute small things so like let's say you have a goal of reading three books per year you will only hit to target three books versus doing something that you think is impossible, like reading 10 books per year. That way you know that you'll surpass your goal of three and you'll do more. Don't just say, I'll run 30 minutes. Say, no, I'll run for an hour. Even if you miss and don't do the complete hour, at least it's more than what you first aimed for. Write a list of all the habits that you want to develop um, and work on them daily. Like I have a planner that tracks all my habits. My habits include like drinking 50 ounces of water, drinking tea every day, um, working out, doing things for myself. Now, the second thing that I feel like I was messing up on was my friend, my friendships and my relationships. In this time period of my life, I was allowing all negative energies around me. I was allowing people to do really messed up things to me. And I like, I would just let it slide. I'm like, oh, you know what? Whatever. But I learned that no, like everyone, again, like I said, everyone serves a purpose in your life. And like you have to figure out what you're willing to tolerate. Set boundaries with people because we as givers have no boundaries. So surround yourself by people who motivate you and support you. And something very important that I learned is that you must show affection to others. Again, we are here on a, t on a small limited time. Make sure that you tell people that you love them. Forgive people. Know how you are also contributing to a toxic relationship, a toxic friendship. See where it's going wrong and try to fix it. Again, you don't ever want to go to sleep mad at someone because you just never know if you might wake up and they're not, not want to communicate. If you hurt my feelings, I wouldn't tell you. If you did something wrong, I wouldn't tell you. Like, I would just shut down. But no, I'm here to tell you, like, no, you have to learn how to communicate because people are not mind readers. They can't know what you're feeling. They can't know what you want unless you express it. So express it. Constantly show people love and tell them exactly how you feel. Read and listen to personal developments. This is so important. Like, you have to constantly be working on yourself and on your mind. That are my favorite for personal development are the four agreements the 10x rule, and the Alicia Keys more myself. Those are my top, top personal development. And for audio, you should definitely listen to Jay Shetty or Les Brown. Another thing that I learned is like, pick up a hobby. Learn what you're passionate about, discover that and work on it. Whether that's taking pictures, helping people, just get it started. If there's something that you've been wanting to work on, do it, the time is now. Do the things that you fear the most because these are the things that will ignite your passion. So again, the huge lesson that Colorado taught me was that I was not living life and that the reason why I was fearing death was because I wasn't doing anything meaningful. So start today, think about what it is that you want to do, what it is that you want to improve on and get it done.
So I want to end it by sharing with you a journal entry that I wrote as I left Colorado. It goes something like this. I am in debt to you. I said I wouldn't return because you showed me everything that I feared, but I needed that awakening. You showed me that I was not living, how I was putting everyone before myself. I was not prioritizing what matters. I did not see how I was ruining my life by allowing and accepting negative things in. I accepted less than what I deserved. I was afraid to speak up to not hurt others. I suppressed parts of myself to not make others feel insecure. I was afraid to end relationships and friendships that only weighed me down. I blamed my laziness for not getting shit done. I allowed people's words and opinions to destroy my self-image and my ego. I believed that I was not enough. I let my hair and myself dry out. And death, death is a part of life. It is the most inevitable thing of our existence. We are here one minute and gone the next. So how are you going to live life now? What will you do with your second chance?